Beard Talk with Yvette is a raw, uncut, and unfiltered conversation about the minority male experience. Hosted by retired U.S. Marine Corps veteran-turned-CEO Tyran Cosby. Whether you are a rookie in the game of life, a seasoned vet from the School of Hard Knocks, or somewhere in between, sit back and listen, laugh, or learn as Tyran sounds off about hot topics, culture, and manhood. Here's Tyran. Hey, how y'all doing today? This is your boy, Ty, and I'm coming back to you with another episode of Beard Talk. That's Beard, B-E-A-R-D, Talk, with a bet. And um, I don't know, it's just something that was just kind of on my mind. Once again, if you're just tuning in for the first time, then sometimes, man, I, you know, you got the traditional podcast, and they do stuff from sitting down in their home, from my office, and all of that, and I feel that, hey, man, that's cool. But with me, I like to do mine, like, wherever the hell I'm at. <laughs> So if I'm in the car, if I'm walking, if I'm doing whatever, whenever something hits me, I just kind of want to put it out there. And the way that my brain works is I can say that, oh, yeah, that's a good topic, and I'm going to talk about that later. And 30 minutes later, I totally forgot about what the hell it was I want to talk about. <laughs> so I just try to capture it while I'm in the moment and everything. So uh, once again, I'm on my way back from uh well i'm just leaving savannah georgia and i was uh, actually in jamaica prior to that again it was a good cleansing experience for me didn't go to party didn't go to smoke weed and all that kind of stuff even though i did but i didn't do any partying but i definitely wanted it to be more of a spiritual thing for myself more of a cleansing what i mean by that is you know for myself i just had uh, uh october 2019 was just a that was a rough month for your boy. There's no other way to put it. There's no other way to say it. There's no one. It was just rough. I mean, I lost my granny, who was still the love of my life. You know, that's my girl. I used to call her my OG, triple OG. I lost her and my little brother in the same week. So we basically had two funerals in one week. And for me, I'm a person that's used to death. Death is not really anything new to me. I did 20 years in the United States Marine Corps. So anybody knows that any, you know, you do time in the military, you're going to experience death. If not on the battlefield, then at least someone that you know close died on the battlefield. Just died, period. So, man, I lost people left and right. Left and damn right in my 20 years. But those two, those two fucking hurt. And again, if like if this is your first time tuning in to me, if any of you know me, then you know exactly how I talk, how I get down. I am strictly me. I cannot put on a persona of being someone else, being politically correct, because that's just, man, I ain't going to lie to y'all, man. That shit just too hard. So, yeah, I curse when I talk. Hell, I eat meat. I eat red meat. I do all of that stuff. I do what the hell I feel a man would do. So I ain't a vegan. Uh, I don't eat quiche and all this other kind of stuff. Because, I, I, man, I can't speak for our gentleman today. But anyway... Something I was thinking about, and I actually had a nice conversation with a lady today, and we was just talking about a lot of our people. And what I mean by our people is a lot of black people, they have the desire to win, but none of them have the desire to do what it takes to win. Now, understand now, before anybody listen to this, before you go on your tangent and, I don't know, leave comments, want to call, want to badmouth, understand, man. When I say our people and I say black people, we all know. we I ain't speaking of everybody. I'm speaking of a majority, but I'm not speaking of everybody. All right? So please, man, say that BS for somebody who really want to hear it because I don't. But what I mean by it is there's a lot of people that I talk to on a regular, and they all want their business to be successful, 
you know, if they play sports, all of them want to damn get to the championship. All of them want the ring. They want the trophy. They want all that. But no damn body want to go through the hassle that it takes to get there. Nobody want to go through the two-a-days, maybe the three-a-days, run the suicides, stay after practice and all that. Like, nobody wants to do all of that. You just want to get right in, get the fame, and go straight to the championship. I say that because myself, man, when I tell you, I've been trying to support black-owned businesses for, shit, really all my life. But I would say strongly here for the last three years, the last three damn years, out of three years, let's just say I, I supported 100 businesses, I've been burned by no lie at least 97 of them. No fucking lie, y'all. And some people say, well, you just messing with the wrong people. Well, look, man, I, I ain't got time to keep going till I find the right person. At a point, you got to go, okay, this shit ain't working. It's no different from, you know, if 12 of my friends walk around the corner and all 12 get slapped by somebody around the corner, then that tells me, you know what, I might need to go a different route. And that's kind of how I feel sometimes with a lot of black-owned businesses, even though I continue to support us. Because at the end of the day, I want to see us win. But some of us, boy, had a particular business that I tried to support with doing some stuff in my house. Me and my wife actually recently this year moved into our, pretty much our dream home. So we still have our initial home, which I had the intentions of maybe renting out. Because the goal is to keep it for our kids. You know, at least you know, wherever they decide to do in life, no matter what happened, if shit get hard, whatever, they always have somewhere they can call home. Even if I'm dead and gone. Now, when I'm dead and gone, they wind up selling it for a bag of peanuts. Then you know what? Shit, that's on them. But, you know, I wanted them to do some work in my house. So I hired this particular business. And I just wanted them to do some work in my master bathroom. Now, I will say, my master bathroom in that house, it's, it's pretty big. It's pretty big, but it's not humongous. And they come in. This is May. This is May of 2019. Now, uh, we pretty much hashed everything out, told them what they want. They told me I will be done by the middle of June. I said, well, hey, that's cool. Of course, you know, they won't half down, which I respect. So I run to the bank, cut the check. They get that half, cash it right away. Bam, money gone. Then all of a sudden, uh, probably, let me see. So they came out, they did their measurements and all of that before I cut the check. Once they get the check, well, they got to come back and they got to remeasure just to make sure. And honestly, that's cool. I think the thing, what is the saying? Measure twice, cut, cut once. So I was like, you know what? Not a problem. <laughs> that remeasurement that they was trying to do wound up being two weeks. It wound up being three weeks. So it gets to the point now, I'm still unpacking at my other house, but I'm like, man, I haven't heard from these cats. So I give them a call like, hey, I just want to know, you know, what's the process? Because obviously I got to let y'all in. When, when are you trying to work? I was just, oh, we will get to it next week. I'm currently on vacation right now. Now, let's keep this in mind, folks. I understand a lot of us have a lot of vacation. A lot of us have a lot of things that's already planned out. I get that. But it's a small thing called communication. Communication is a motherfucker, man. All you got to do is just let somebody know. If I gave you half of my money, I just expect the work to be going. I don't give a damn about grandpa, father, father, I mean, uh, family reunion. I don't give a damn about what you really have going on because right now my priority is my money and the job that I paid you to do. But when you tell me that you're on vacation, like most importantly, I had to call and find out that you're on vacation. Okay, that's strike one. But nevertheless, I understand things happen, so we ride out. Fast forward, uh, a week later, they still needed more time because whatever parts they needed wasn't in. Okay, well, hey, my folks. We talked about this 
weeks before I cut the check. You came out, you measured, and all of this. You told me you was going to be done by June, by middle of June. Here we are, second week of June. I'm still wondering when they all going to work. Nevertheless, they get to, they finally get to the house. They start taking things out. Uh, they get everything out. This is now two weeks. This is a bathroom, people. This ain't a, a whole entire wing or something. This is a bathroom. Now, I'm good at doing certain things, laying floors, putting up walls, painting, and all of this. But having a new house, I just didn't have the time, so that's why I hired them. Man, they get in. We talked about my vision for the bathroom. And nevertheless, <laughs> my vision, I think, was just like a recommendation for them. I don't know. If, if any of y'all have ever been to like a barbershop or a beauty shop and you tell them exactly how you want your hair to look or at least get it somewhere in that range, and when they're done, you look in the mirror and it's like, why the hell did you just sit here for five minutes and ask me what the hell I wanted if you still going to do my shit the way you feel it should be done? Either way, that's how I felt with the bathroom because they did exactly what the hell they wanted to do. So I happened to go over and I talked to them. I happened to talk to them. I asked them about the color on the wall. It's like, hey, so who, who picked that color? Oh, we thought you would like it. Yeah, but I don't. Like, we didn't even discuss colors. I didn't even know we was going to get the damn colors on the wall because we never discussed it. Oh, well, we did it now. Okay, like, what the fuck is your point? Because that, you just did something I didn't ask for. I asked for a certain kind of sink. You give me a different type of sink that you homemade. You made it home with some wood and then you stained it. And it's like, damn, folks, this ain't this. This is nothing that we talked about. So, of course, I'm displeased. I'm not happy at all. And... Now, keep in mind, now now we're into September, I believe. So it took them almost like three fucking months to do a bathroom. To do a bathroom, folks. I go there one day, and uh, I notice my laundry room downstairs is flooded. It's like flooded, flooded. So I'm like, what the? F so when I'm looking at the wall, I could tell that the wall pipes came from my master bathroom. So I called them, of course, like, hey, man, did y'all do any work in my laundry room? No, no, why? Hey, because it's flooded. And I sent them pictures and everything. And, of course, typical fashion as they go. Oh, we don't know how that went, how they got there. We don't remember doing that. It could have been like that before we got there. I'm like, man, don't play me like that. So, of course, we argue about that. They agree to fix it as they damn should. They didn't even do a good job on that. As I explained to him, hey, I want you to be able to, you know, ensure no mold and stuff is growing behind the wall. They assured me that they did that. They didn't. So now... Let's just fast forward to the job is complete. It's not done correctly, but it's complete. Now they want the rest of their money. And as I told them, I'm not paying you the rest of your money until everything that I want fixed is fixed. I still had my shower was dripping. I had places on the wall where they try to patch up and they did a shitty job. So that was like you had almost a blue wall, but then a white piece of patch at the bottom. And so I'm like, I'm not, I'm not paying for this. So, of course, now we're arguing and we're going back and forth. And they're like, well, the work is complete. No, the work isn't fucking complete, people. You done, but the work is not fucking complete. And I guess I get that way because I guess me and my mindset is always treat people how you want to be treated. But on that same note, it's like, damn. Like with me, I have a business, you know, and if you haven't already heard the episode, you're here with my brother, Gary. We have a business called Light Behind the Beard. Uh, we started Light Behind the Beard. Uh, well, he actually started it last year sometime and then... I jumped on board this year because I had a vision for my own brand uh, as well. And, I mean, we do everything together, every damn thing together. So it was just like, you know, we had a conversation one day. I'm like, bro, 
it's no use in me having a business, you having a business, and we selling the same shit. You know, might as well join our powers together and, and, and see what's up. And we had a long conversation about it, about no matter how it goes, none of us, we're bigger than the business, which is not. So anyway, uh, fast forward, we start getting into the business and stuff. And man, I'm in a whole new territory as far as being with this particular kind of business. We start having our shirts made. We sell a lot of male grooming products. Grooming products are fire. So if you listen to this and you haven't tried us, slicebehindthebeard.co, give us a shot. You'll love it. But either way, yeah, we fast forward. So there were times that I had to make, because we had a lot of orders at one time. We had like almost 30 orders a day uh, most of the time. And, and for us, that was good. But there was times that I dropped the ball sometime. I might have left the order on the table thinking that I mailed it and I did then a person hit us back like a week, maybe even two sometimes. Like, hey, what's up with my order? I go back. I check my books. I look. Sure as shit. Damn, I didn't order it. I go ahead and I grab their stuff. I get it out. But as I get it out, so let's say a shirt. Shirt might have been $30. If I messed it up, I would put a gift card in there for like $10. Sometimes even $15, depending on how much I, I effed up. Now, that's just me, folks. That's just me and the way that I do business. Because if I fuck up, then I have to punish myself to a point of going out now out of my pocket, paying for this. As much as I hate to spend money, that just taught me, stop making careless mistakes. But if somebody called me and said, hey, like we had women's shirts that we were selling. And when we were selling the shirts, I would ask them, hey, man, uh, you wear unisex or ladies' cuts? Now, for those of us that don't know, because I didn't know at the time, a ladies' cut is more like a, a kind of fitted. You know, it's kind of fitted. You show off the body a little more. Unisex cut is just that. It's kind of, you know, it could be men or women. But sometimes, you know, it'll be a little bit bigger around that belly area. So, you know, most women don't like their mushroom top to show. Or the fupa, as they call it. So, a lot of chicks with the fupa were ordering ladies cuts. And then they would get the shirt and say, hey, I don't like the way my shirt fit. Now, I could have been like, well, that's not my problem. Because I asked you which one you wanted. But... On this particular thing, as me and my brother say, the juice wasn't worth the squeeze, meaning it wasn't really enough for me to keep arguing about. So as I told him, okay, tell you what, send it back to me. You got to pay the postage, of course. You send it back to me, I'll get it replaced, and I'll send it back to you. Now, I can't, I know I didn't have to do that, y'all, but that's just the way that me and bro did. Because, again, at the end of the day, it's, it's our name. Most importantly, it's our business. Damn, a reputation. It's our business. So just want our business to be right. And I don't know why with so many of our businesses, we just don't think like that. So, again, with these people, I, I'm sure they're still somewhere because they text me. They've done everything. And as I told them, there's really nothing to talk about until you're ready to do this work. If you ain't ready to do the work, we ain't got to keep talking about, hey, when can I get my money? When when you complete the job? Either way, there, there's I can fat man. There's so many stories I could tell you, but I can tell you right now. I'm currently fighting two cases in court right now because of some stuff that I did with a black owned business. And, and honestly, none of it is on my part as far as illegal or anything. It's just that I trusted people that I should not have trusted. I'm always told that I'm an asshole and I'm this. And I'll be honest with y'all. I am so cool with the asshole role. I tell people all the time, I'm cool with being an asshole because I like that. When you're an asshole, nobody really want to mess with you. And they damn sure ain't going to be asking you for nothing. So I'm like, man, I'm cool with being an asshole. But for some odd reason, you know what I'm saying? Retired 2013 and you know, my wife is saying I'm too much of an asshole in this. So I try this whole nice thing and doing something different. And for the most part, it worked. 
But for other parts, it just kind of reinforced me that, yeah, I need to be an asshole more often. But I say that to say uh, I'm fighting two cases in court, one for a home. I think this shit. One is for a home that I wanted to purchase. If any of you are homeowners, then you know that, you know, once you get into the home buying process, you got to put down your earnest money. Uh, you put down your earnest money and then, you know, you get the clothes and then you do all of this. But I had a shiesty ass down real estate person who was trying to help us, you know, took brother at face value. I kept telling him the numbers I want to be around. He didn't really want to work it that way. He was like, man, just trust me. Just trust me. Now, one, I hate fast talkers. I hate anybody that's a fucking fast talker. So if I say something, oh, no, 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 don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. I got you. I got you. I don't like that, man. But anyway, that's how it was. I should have went with my gut feeling, but I didn't. So I said, okay. I just fast forward even more. It all came down to I was out. I told him I was out of the deal. I uh, didn't really want to work with him anymore because I didn't like the way that things were going. But the appraisal for the home was already in. So he was like, well, look, man, let's just see where the appraisal at. And if the numbers ain't where we want to be, then cool, we out. As I told him, bro, I'm out either way. Now, you can see where the numbers want to come in at, and that's cool with me, but I'm out. So if they're around the numbers I want, call me back. If I'm still interested, cool. Well, this numbnuts never, ever, ever told the people that I fired him. So he let three weeks go by, and the next thing I know, I'm getting a phone call talking about closing. Hey, man, I'm, not, I'm not fucking going to closing. What are you talking about? I'm not even going to get this house. Well, not with him. I'm going to get another agent, and I'll pursue it. Well, then... I don't know. They try to strong on me. And me personally, I can't speak for y'all, but I hate when a motherfucker try to strong on me. Uh, well, Miss Cosby, if you don't get this house, uh, we can take you to court for this. And okay, well, you know what? Now nah, at this point, bitch, you, you can kiss my ass because I just told you I wanted the house. Now you ain't got to come back and start threatening me. So that's pretty much where we got with that. So in the process of trying to work with another agent, I get an email stating that they wanted to take me to court, saying that uh, breach of contract and. I forget what other terminology it was, but like I told you, I didn't even want the earnest money. We put $5,000 down for earnest money. And the fact that he wasted our time and their time, I was willing to walk away from it because I'm just like, bro, that was my biggest pet peeve. And I still have text messages and everything stating to him, I don't want to waste people's time because I know how pissed I am when my time is wasted. Either way, he didn't ever relay it. When I told them they need to talk to him because I, t I fired him three weeks ago, they was like, well, we don't want to talk to him. Bitch, you ain't talked to me this whole process of me even getting the house. You don't even know my damn name, but now you want to take me to court. So I call him up, bro, handle this. And I'm just like, why you just didn't do the right thing, man? Why you just didn't tell the people that I didn't want to work with you no more? His answer was, man, <laughs> I can't make this shit up. Man, I ain't talked to them people in a three weeks. They should have known something was wrong. What kind of fucking, like, bro, what are you doing? So, of course, you know, so now I'm still fighting this case because... They went from they wanted $40,000 to $20,000 to $12,000. I'm just, I'm not paying nothing, people. Like, what the fuck? What, what part of nothing are y'all not getting? So we'll just go to court. If I got to go to court and the judge tell me, well, yeah, you got to pay this, then fine, I'll pay it. But just because you say I owe you this, I ain't paying that shit. So that's that. I mean, I, like I said, I can go on and on, but man, I just don't get our people sometime man it's just like we walk around with a chip on our shoulder like the world owes us everything and honestly man don't nobody owe us shit you know what i'm saying i mean i always say like reparations yeah they they damn sure owe us that man we ain't gonna get that shit we are not gonna get reparations and i say that because i 
You can just watch the way that the world works. The world don't give a fuck about black people. Best police shooting black people unarmed as hell. Bonafide on camera. He's guilty. He shot a black man and that motherfucker walked. Black man take a piece of uh, bubble gum out of the store. Shit, 42 bullets in his ass. And it's justified. So when shit like that is happening, it's just telling me, man, we, we ain't nothing to this country. And with a lot of our people, to me, it just seems like we're cool with that. We're cool with being nothing because at most, when shit don't go our way, we're going to march. That marching shit don't do nothing. Imagine marching it. This is how I look at marching. Imagine, <laughs> imagine you telling your kids to do chores. And they say, well, Dad, we don't want to do that chore. I don't know. And you say, okay, well, no TV. So they decide to march around the house with flags and all this kind of shit, banners and all of that. Eventually, you may be like, I don't give a shit. You don't care about it because it's your house, your rules. And I feel a lot of times that's how a lot of, you know, white America and everything think. They're just like, it's our house. It's our rules. We don't give a fuck. So. We had a conversation also uh, earlier today where a guy was talking about the impeachment of the president, President Trump. Like I told him, man, that motherfucker, if he get impeached, I'll be amazed. I'll be amazed. And now, once again, I'll be amazed because we've seen fucking black people killed. We've seen them killed, minding their own damn business. And a fucking officer kills them and walks. And he walks away. So you think... You really think that they're going to fucking prosecute one of their own? Yeah, they're going to put the dog and pony show on for us. Shit, yeah. Shit, yeah, they're going to do that. That bitch going to be impeached? I'll be fucking surprised. I'll tell you that right off the rip. I'll be fucking surprised. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm going on a tangent here. But I would say this. When it comes to black businesses, man, we just have to... Shit, I really don't know the proper word to say. Because I can't say we have to treat our businesses how we would want... Well, we have to treat other people's business the way we would want our business treated. I get that. But unfortunately, a lot of people don't want to put in the work. Like me, me and bro, we want our business to be the most successful company damn near ever when it comes to men and women grooming products. We really do. And we're passionate about it. And at first, when we first started, because of my mindset and because of our hustle, I was just like, fuck this, man. We're going to do this year. We're going to have it banging this year. And honestly, we are light years ahead of where we should be. But I had to take a step back because I want to be in stores and I want to be in all of this. And although there's still a possibility for this year, I had to take a step back and say, well, you know what? I'm not going to do that right now simply because we still don't know the basics. So we could get in the store and that store going to hustle us for our damn money and we ain't going to know no better. So, again, I had to take a step back. I had to learn the administrative side. If anybody knows me, because my wife would be the first to tell you, my administrative skills fucking suck, people. They suck. They suck donkey balls. But I have enough administrative skills to keep everything going. But I'll, man, I'll have a cluttered fucking desk. And for me, I'm perfectly fine, but my wife hates it. So I got stuff all around the house. But again, I'm learning that. I had to learn the admin skill. I had to learn about taxes. I had to learn about all of this stuff that's outside of selling our products selling the products is the easiest and the best thing to do because you have fun doing that that fucking doing your taxes and all this other admin shit establishing contacts here and like man i hate that i fucking hate it but it's part of the process so again man like like i said i could sit here and i could talk about so much stuff man but it's just i don't know man we got to do better we have got to do better people 
And we got to stop saying what we want and go get what we want. So it's almost like that whole, I'm, I'm heavy into manifestation. If anybody knows me, they'll tell you. I'm at a point now where I stop asking for things. I stopped asking the universe for several things because for me and my mindset, see my universe and my God and all of these, they're more like in the S and M. And if you know what I mean by that, they're in that bondage. Like this is my God and my belief because they love the punishment. They love for me to smack the universe around and not ask for what I want, but demand what the fuck I want. And honestly, and some of y'all may be listening to this. Oh my God, he's crazy. That's fine. That's your belief. But for me, that shit is work because when I started demanding what I wanted, I was just tired of being kicked and beat around. Hey man, I started getting what I wanted. And not only that, it was so dope and so fun to be able to start getting my blessings and then turn around and bless other people. You know, whether it was a guy on the street, because once again, if anybody know me, if you ask me for spare chain, I ain't gonna give you shit. Cause I ain't, I, bitch, I need all my coins. So ain't nothing in my pocket spare. I need everything, even the pennies. But for the ones that go, hey, bro, can I wipe your rims off or wash the windows or something for a little bit of money? Shit, yeah, man. I give it to you all day because that tells me you still have a sense of hustle. You still have a sense of everything. So I'm cool with that. So, you know, like I say, man, I can go on and on and on. But those are just some of the things that I want to rap about. But I did want to say this because, bro, you know, my bro, I call him bro, Gary. He made a good point, good example. We was just rapping one day, and he was just saying why a lot of businesses, especially black-owned businesses, don't work. They don't work out, that is. It's because everybody come in that bitch, and they want to be the head dog. Like, they want to be where the boss is. So if I establish a company and I hired you, then a year down the road, you feel you're equal to me. That's like, ah, damn, bitch, I'm the boss. How the fuck can we be equal? But if everybody knew their role, because everybody ain't going to be good at everything. So be good at what the fuck you do. So if everybody knew their role and they came in, man, we got have a championship team. You know, and I think the example was used was the 90-some Bulls. You know, all those guys knew that they wasn't fucking Michael Jordan. Like Scottie Pippen knew he wasn't Michael Jordan. He knew he was a beast, but he knew he wasn't Michael Jordan. Steve Kerr, Kuko, uh, Cartwright, all of these guys knew, hey, man, Michael is the man here. I just need to come in and put my talents around what he needs. This bitch can go out and score 50 every night. I might only need to score 10. If I score 18 or 20 that night, that's a good night. But if my only requirement is 10 points, then, hey, that's what I'm going to give you. And look at them bitches, man. Won multiple championships because everybody knew their role. All of them got paid. All of them got rich. And many of them got very famous off of playing your fucking role. And again, that's why I think me and bruh function so good because we've been through shit and we play our role. So life behind the beard in the course of, what are we now? Right now we're in November. So we started together probably right in February. The Bulls won multiple, multiple championships, and it's all because everybody played their role. Everybody played their role, man. So I think me personally, with a lot of black businesses, we got to stop wanting to come in and be the ball. And we damn sure got to stop coming in and not giving a fuck. Sweet. Jesus, that's one of the things that burned me the hell up, man. People, we got to stop that. All up and down my post, my people are always like, damn this job. 
damn this and that. But you're the one that chose, chose to work there. Like, what the fuck, man? Like, if you don't want to be there, quit. If you don't want to quit, then, hey, man, just put on the front, do your fucking job. Because if that was your business, you would want that person to max themselves out. And if they wasn't maxing themselves out, you would fire them. So you need to do the same thing. You can't sit at work all day on memes and all this. And then when somebody come in and needs your help and wants you to do something, you get an attitude. It's like, what the fuck, man? Lord, sweet Jesus, I'm so tired of seeing people post about, I hate this job. I hate this. Okay, well, quit. Well, I can't quit because it is. All right, well, shut the fuck up. Most importantly, you have every opportunity in the world to start your own business. Why won't you do it? Oh, shit, ain't nobody got the time for that. Well, shut the fuck up and work that shitty-ass job you have and make everybody happy. But shit, man, when I come to your job, I don't know if I'm ordering food or whatever the hell I'm doing. I don't really need your fucking attitude because you don't want to be there. Fucking quit. I'm spending my money here at least, you know what I'm saying? Shit, my nigga greet me with a smile or something. Oh, oof. Don't get me started. Boy, my blood pressure get to going. Now, don't, see, if you're, most of you don't know. So, again, I'm a 20-year vet. I do have PTSD. I'm still coping and learning with it. And I'm not ashamed to even talk about it. You know, I'm definitely not ashamed to talk about it. But I will say, boy, I, I get heated sometimes. My people, boy, I love y'all. But anyway, so that's probably enough of me rambling now, man. I just want to say, if you are a business owner or anything out there, hey, just, I don't know, man. I'm trying to think of analogy to use. Maybe have your business is representing you like your woman. Every man want a woman that's beautiful. That's, you know, she's sexy. She got a nice body. She holds herself accountable and all of that. Like your business is your woman. If you just don't give a fuck about it, then shit. Niggas going to treat your, I mean, they're going to treat your business like that. It ain't shit. If we even shop there, if we do, we're going to complain about everything. We're going to give you bad review. It's just like me personally, man, I ain't got time for that shit. So just treat everything right. If anything don't motivate you, I pray that this does. Just remember this, man. There was a point in time in this country, this country, not even shit long ago. Most of our fucking grandparents' age ago, this country didn't give a fuck about black folk. You think they don't give a damn about us now? They really didn't give a fuck about us then. So most black people just wanted to learn to read. They just wanted to have their own business. They just wanted, and a lot of them were beat and kill because they wanted to educate themselves, because they wanted to start a business and do better for their family and set up their generational realm, so on and so forth. They were beat and killed. We have every opportunity in the world to do it now, and some of us don't even want to do that shit. If it ain't on Instagram or Facebook, they don't want to fuck with it. And for me, man, that burns me up because I get asked all the time why you try to start so many businesses. Bitch, why the hell ain't you? I have every opportunity to do it. So, yes, I am going to max that shit the hell out. So that's just something to think about. I'm going to leave you with that. I hope for some of y'all it sticks with you. Uh, if you don't, that's cool. I don't know. Maybe you tuned in and say, man, all this nigga do is ramble. That's cool, too. Again, man, I talk. I hold my podcast the way I am. Me. When we first started, they told me how it should be and how I shouldn't cuss and how did. Hey, man, like I said, I don't need to do it then. Because if I can't be me, I don't want to fucking do it. I just don't. I don't want to come across fake because I'm not fake. So with that being said, yeah, oh shit. if you got something negative to say, shove it up your ass. Uh, to the end, it's your boy, it's Ty. I appreciate you down listening in to Beard Talk with a bet. And uh, to next time, man, I hope everybody's cool, breezy, and I holler at you.
So keep your head up. Keep your prayers up. Keep your bread up. One love. Don't forget to subscribe to the Beer Talk with a Vet podcast by Tyran Cosby so you won't miss an episode. And visit lifebehindthebeard.co for your natural grooming needs.